welcome everyone to part two of today's Thanksgiving Couch Potato Diary. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you all very much for tuning in today. This is a look at the Western Conference and then Stanley Cup playoff picks. Um, my name is Peter Klein. I think I said that already. Find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. You can email this show, CouchPotatoDiary, at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook. So, uh, part one of this, we looked at the Eastern Conference. Part two, we are going to look at the Western Conference uh, teams and look at who is uh, who we pick to win the Stanley Cup. So, that's what's going on today. Thank you all so much for tuning in. All right, we begin with the Anaheim Ducks. Their total sits at 67 and a half. I'm going under on that one. I just don't think this team is very good. Um, I have bought in on the hype on Anaheim a little bit too much. I, I've I've thought that this was a team that was ready to progress, and just after going through it a, a little bit more, this team's just not ready. Um, they, they have wasted the career of John Gibson, I think. Um, Carlson at center, like, we'll see. Zegras, Carlson, and Terry is a pretty good second line, but that's the top line here in Anaheim. Um, Henrik, McTavish, and Strom, that's a fine third right? It's their second. Like, it just feels like they're three top six forwards away from this team being all right. Uh, defensively, Fowler and Drysdale's great. After that, oof, it's going to be a lot of Radko Gudis out there this season. Unless Gibson stands on his head for a full 82, which he, he's done uh, kind of close to before. Um, this is just a bad hockey team, I think. Uh, so under 67 and a half for Anaheim. The Arizona Coyotes, there's a lot of uh, excitement around this Arizona team. As they have stopped bringing in bad contracts for assets, they now are just going to um, try to actually compete and win hockey games. So um, that's fine. I think people are buying into the hype maybe a little more than they need to be right now. Um, like, th this team, the, the total right now is at 79.5. This team doesn't need to be 500 this year for this to be a successful year and for there to be, I, I think, a step forward taken out in uh, Arizona. There's some players to be excited about. Clayton Keller has really turned into that dude. Um, Logan Cooley, it sounds like he's going to be. Um, on the blue line, there's a couple of guys like Valimaki is someone who really stepped up. Um... I don't love the goalie situation, but I think they're fine. Like, I think this is going to be a good competitive hockey team this season. I just think they're going to be a bit under 79 and a half. The Calgary Flames, uh, near and dear to, to the, the hearts of many who know me, um, as, you know, covered this team for a very long time. Their win totals, or their projected points total, sorry, from Vegas comes in at 93 and a half points. The Flames finished last year at 93 points. Now, you can say, well, they got worst case scenario from so many different players, in, including the, the goaltender. What if uh, a few of these guys kind of step up? then maybe they get back to 93 points. Um, I, I just, I don't see this as a team that even if you get a few of these things go well, there, there were still some things that went well last year. Like, you're, you're not just trying to replace 34 goals for Tyler Toffoli. You're trying to replace 34 goals for Tyler Toffoli and then another, like, 30 or 40 to try to catch up with the rest of the top teams in this league. I, I just... While I think improvements have been made, and I think this is going to be a more fun season for Flames fans, I don't know if it's going to show up in the standings. I have them under 93.5 points. Chicago at 72.5. Um, there's a lot of excitement about Bedard. Um, him with Taylor Hall. Athanasiu is fun. But this is a, a severely flawed roster. The goaltending situation is quite bad. Uh, defensively, they're not great either. I, I just This is a bad hockey team. I'm going under 72.5. Colorado Avalanche. Their total is at 106.5. I love the Drew N acquisition 
pairing him up with McKinnon again and Rantanen gives them an elite level top line. Um, and I, I think has a, a real chance for those guys to flourish out there. Um, they, they go out and get Ryan Johansson. So a second line of Lekkanen, Johansson, and Nikushkin is just solid again. And defensively, Taves and Makar is the best pairing in the league. Byram uh, and Mason is a, a really, really good number two. This is just a, a good, deep, talented hockey team. And I, I think best in the West. So I have them over 106.5 points. The Dallas Stars coming in at 104.5 points. I like this team a lot. I like a lot of the pieces on this club. 104 and a half is a bit rich for my blood though. I am going under on this, but yeah, like there, there's tons of pieces that I like on this team, right? Like Robertson hints and, and Pavelski is a really good first line. Um, I like Dodonov on that, that second line, uh, Marchman and Deneau on the third, give them a, a real interesting look defensively. Heiskinen, I, I think is criminally underrated. They have a lot of good pieces. I just don't know if it's enough to get them to over 104 and a half points this season. Anyway, out in Edmonton, I listed the Oilers as one of the top teams in the league for talent, and rightfully so. Their total is at 105 points. I love how this forward group stacks up. I think this is going to be a breakout year for Holloway. He was flying during the preseason. Now it's a preseason, but he was flying out there. I think that this team now, if Brown can stay healthy, that that is just another layer they're able to unlock. Keeping Hyman on that that second line with Nugent Hopkins and Dreisaitl. Um, everyone just stacks up really well. And a full season with Ekholm on that blue line gives this team a really dangerous top four um, defensively, and I, I think Campbell's going to have a bit of a bounce back the year this year, and I think Skinner can take a step forward. So I, I expectations are high for Edmonton, and I, I think they clear them at least in the regular season. We'll get to the playoffs later, uh, but right now I have them at over 105 and a half points. The LA Kings total is right at 100.5. Uh, they go out and make the big move, getting Pierre Luc Dubois. I like the forward group quite a bit. I do think they gave up a bit much. For PLD though, um, and defensively, I actually don't love this group that much. And I like defensive hockey has been the the, the cornerstone for this team for a long time. I, I just there's something about this team that is just keeping me from going all in on them right now. Um, th like they have some pieces that I like, but there's just something about the mix that I'm just off on. So maybe it's just a vibes pick, but I'm going under 100 and a half on the Kings. I like this next team a lot. The Minnesota Wild are sneakily one of the more exciting teams in the league with Kaprizov, Hartman, and Zuccarello on that top line. I like Ek, um, Erickson Eck a lot. The, the forward group, I do find lacking a touch. Defensively, I think they are uh, strong as always and uh, goaltending-wise. It's a, a pretty good tandem they have out in Minnesota, but I think that top line is going to carry this team quite a bit. I'm actually going over 96.5 points on the Minnesota Wild. Um, the Nashville Predators go out and make a big move getting Ryan O'Reilly, and boy, he just seems like he fits as a top-line center, doesn't he? Um, the, the Preds also have Gurionov on that top line, along with Forsberg. That's a pretty good top line. Um, I've always liked Gus Nyquist um, on their second group with Glass. Defensively, this team is still... Just solid. And UC Soros dragged this team to a playoff spot last year. I think Nashville's going to hang around again. I have them over 87.5 points. The San Jose Sharks, their total is down at 65.5. I actually think this team could clear that. Not by a ton, but the, the move for Carlson didn't get a ton of futures. They just got a few guys who they could maybe then flip. And maybe that's baked into this total here. But I think they have enough actual NHL players on this team to keep them around 70 to 75 points. Uh, 75 might be a bit high. But 70 to 73 points this season. 
Um, so I'm, I'm going over 65 and a half on San Jose. It's not a great hockey team, but I, I don't think it's going to be the worst in the league. Seattle, 93 and a half points. Um, I, I think Beniers is an absolute weapon. I, I think that this team stacks up really well down the middle. Um, defensively, you, you like them and between the pipes, like this team a lot, like this is just a good solid hockey team that I think gets elevated the better Benier play, Beniers plays down the road. So I, I think that he gets this team to uh, over 93 and a half points. Down the home stretch with the St. Louis Blues. Um, I love this top line. Buchnevich, Kairou, and Robert Thomas. I, I think this is a really good group. Saad Shen and Kapanen strikes me as a really, really good third line. Um, but it is their second. They, they still have Hayes. They still have Blaze. Uh, and they, they have Rana on that line as well. Defensively, there's still quite a bit of talent there. It all hinges on Bennington, right? If he can get back to where he was a few years ago, then this team is a contender. If he can't, then they're just kind of middle of the pack. I think they're going to be slightly elevated middle of the pack. I go over 86.5 on the St. Louis Blues. This is an interesting one. The Vancouver Canucks, a surprisingly quiet offseason, and that includes naming a captain, but there wasn't the wild trades or anything like that involving Vancouver. I, I kind of like this group. Um... I'm not a big JT Miller fan. Uh, top line with Kuzmenko, Pedersen, and Garland has a chance to be really, really competitive. Um, Besser, I think, is a weapon with that shot. Bavillier was unbelievable when he went to Vancouver. And then this team made some moves on the blue line to kind of solidify things. And then Thatcher Demko, I think this year could remind people that he is one of the best goalies in the world. I have the Canucks getting over 88.5 points this year. I think this is going to be a competitive hockey team all season long. The defending Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights, have taken a, a, a tiny step back roster-wise, but this is still an incredibly good hockey team. Um, the forward depth is crazy. Defensively, it's just a stupid good team. It all Again, it hinges on the goaltending, um, which got them to a cup last year, so it can't be that bad. I'm going over 103 and a half on Vegas. And finally, the Winnipeg Jets. The expectation was coming into this offseason that this was going to be a Jets team that blew things up. They kind of did trading PLD, but I like the return that they got. Um, and I I kind of like this group quite a bit. Like um, Connor Shifley, Velarde, Ehlers, Perfetti, and Niederreiter. That's going to be such a good line. It sucks, man, that Hinola, um got injured. He was in the, the preseason games that the Jets played the Flames in, he was so good. Um, so that one really does sting. But Ayafalo, Lowry, and Appleton is a really good third line. And then defensively, Morrissey, uh, breakout year last year. Him and DeMello, great. Dylan and Pionk is fine. Schmidt, um, God, if he could just stay consistent, I think he's really talented. He just hasn't been able to keep it all together for a bit, but... On a third pairing, that's fine. And then you have one of the best goalies in the world in Connor Hellebuck. I think Jets go over 91 and a half. I think they're competitive for a playoff spot. So if you weren't keeping track, here it is. Uh, your top three in the Pacific Division, I have Edmonton, Vegas, and Seattle. Um, and also making it out of the Pacific, I have the Canucks making the playoffs this year, which means just missing are the Kings, the Flames, the Sharks, and the Ducks. In the Central Division, I have Colorado in first, followed by Dallas and Minnesota, and I have the Jets getting in as a wildcard team, which means Nashville, St. Louis, Anaheim, and Chicago miss. Your postseason, Edmonton against Vancouver in round one, along with Colorado against Winnipeg, um, and then the two, three matchups in each, uh, in each division, Vegas against Seattle in the one, which would be a whole lot of fun, Dallas against Minnesota, and the other one. Coming out of that, I have Edmonton against Vegas 
in the Pacific final, and I have Colorado against Dallas in the Central final. Colorado against Edmonton again, my division winners, who didn't, who'd have thunk? Um, I have Edmonton winning that, which means they go to the Stanley Cup final, and in a rematch of 2006, same result. I have Carolina beating Edmonton in this year's Stanley Cup. So those are my official predictions for the 2023-24 NHL season. Thank you for following along on them. Most of them are up on YouTube. All of them are up in podcast form right now. Uh, so go check those out. Uh, you, again, you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKline, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. And you can email this show, Diary at yahoo.com. We'll have a full football breakdown of things coming up on tomorrow's show. Um, and, and I'm also going to have the waiver wire look and the bad fantasy team that would be yours. Wednesday is going to be CFL Power Rankings Day. Thursday is NFL Power Rankings. And then Friday is Fights in Football Friday as we look at the NFL and the big things happening in the world of combat sports. Also during this week, uh, the NHL is going to be starting, so we're going to be looking at those throughout the week. The NBA is starting soon. Our NBA previews start this week. So it is always busy around here. That's where we're going at least five days a week. Uh, this week was six with multiple episodes on multiple days. So, um... Subscribe to the podcast, that way you don't miss anything. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, that's, that way you don't miss anything as well. Uh, like the videos, leave a review on the uh, the podcast side of things. And I, yeah, thank you all so much. I'm having a blast doing these, and I will talk to you all 